Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey homos, welcome back to Happy Healthy Homo with me, Joel Wood. Me, Keegan has Joel just counted himself in again. <laughs> I can't not count anyone in. I have to, even when it's just myself, I have to go three, one, two, two, one, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> um, we're back with yeah. another episode. We are back. You'll see we're not in the usual studio again. Yeah, we're in, let's call it our London studio. Our London studio. Makes us sound very yeah, Makes us sound very bougie. Though. Yeah, normally we're in Leeds, but today it's London. Yeah. Um, We've got a very special guest with us today, and I'm going to pass over to you because despite being my friend now, he began as your friend, and then I kind of poached, did, joined yeah. in, muscled my way in. Yeah, we are Yeah, we are joined by Arpan. Uh, Arpan Das is here, everybody. Woo. Woo. Um, <laughs> Arpan is my friend, first and foremost. Um, he's a doctor. In fact, you introduce yourself. Who are you? Oh God, I'm, I hate introducing myself, I hate talking about myself. Um, I am a doctor in London. I am a lifestyle and nutritional coach for a personal training company. And I am a happy, healthy homo. Yeah. Woo. And the number one fan of the show. Yeah. Uh, thanks. <laughs> no, that's yeah. actually true. It is actually true. Yeah. Every week, every Wednesday when we release an episode, uh, our pan and his partner Gavin always, we get a message saying, love the episode this week, guys. Yeah. I, I also love that you've come on a podcast and said, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't possibly. And then launched into talking about <laughs> yeah, like And back to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Demure, uh, shy, wallflower. Yeah, I like that. Don't make me sing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, we met uh, the the coaching program that you are now a coach on. Mm-hmm. We were both part of. We had the same coach. Um, Kirk Miller, big shout out to Kirk, great shout coach. To Kirk. Um, and we met uh, on a fitness retreat, and we were the only gays in the village, weren't we? Only gays in the entire village. Yeah, and we were really impressed that we were over thirty gay men making friends. We we congratulated ourselves for that. Didn't we? Yeah, a little pat on the back. Yeah, because that is difficult to do, isn't it? Really hard. I think I've had it very lucky that I met most of my like core group at uni. Right, okay. So I think, and I've, I'm still friends with those same boys now. Okay. So I think without that, 
especially if you come to a new city, I think that's really, really hard. Because you are not originally from London. I'm not originally from London. I am from a little town in the valleys called Merthyr Tidville. And then uh, we moved to Cardiff when I was about 10 years old. Yeah. So I moved to London for uni. Yeah, and left the accent. Back yeah, back. that that firmly got left behind, <laughs> <laughs> which I kind of regret now. I can't. I wish I had a little bit of it back, yeah. or could at least yeah. do it on command. You can't. I can't. No way. It's tragic. It's so bad. That is tragic. I'm really good at Welsh accent. Oh, Joel. I'm not going to do it. Joel will get us cancelled if he does Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Welsh accent, so I, I really want to be able to do it, but it just doesn't happen. I'm good at other accents, yeah. but just not Welsh. Mm. But anyway. Well, <laughs> we're not here to talk about anyway. Welsh accents. <laughs> well, it's in, it, but it is interesting you saying you're lucky about having friends, us obviously meeting, then Joel's become friends with you and Gavin, and it's that ripple effect. Because a lot of people struggle to, especially gay men, struggle to make friends, especially mm -hmm. when they move to a new city. Um, and it's something we get asked a lot on this show, mm -hmm. isn't it? Like, how can we make friends? And it's it, it's kind of piggybacking off off other people or yeah, having a. To having, be honest, yeah. It's it sounds quite parasitic when you put it like that, doesn't it? <laughs> but I find, especially in London, because I lived in London for eleven years, where everyone's very insular, and I don't think it's just a gay community thing, but everyone in London is just out for themselves. Mm. Not necessarily in a horrible cutthroat way, but you just don't really. Everyone's so busy, you don't have time to make new friends. That the quickest, simplest, easiest way is just to start with one, and then it get introduced to their friends, and then their friends, and then yeah. That just seems like the nice natural way, doesn't it? Yeah. Is that how you found it was moving to London? Because you said you've got your uni friends. Yeah. Have you made much. any new friends since uni or? It's honestly like you, like you said, like you join other people's networks mm. and then like there you meet people at like a house party or someone's birthday or like a dinner. Yeah. And then you meet their friends. Like that's genuinely how my like network works. Yeah. So like I've got my birthday party next month. I can't wait to see you boys. Yeah. There. Yeah. Literally, like three quarters of the friends from that group are friends or friends oh, who've wow. become my friends, and yeah. then you add, just, yeah. you know, just collecting them like a finished yeah. stone. So. <laughs> 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 and and it's, a, it's, an, it's a nice organic way to do it, um, but it can feel quite inorganic when you because it feels like you're kind of forcing yourself on other people, but gen generally people are nice. And the worst is when your friend is friends with someone and then you meet them and you do not get along and you're like, how could you be friends with them? I don't like them. <laughs> it's rarely happened, but isn't that the worst feeling? Because then you start judging yourself. You're like, am I the problem? <laughs> it's me. Am I like them? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but in, so something that we've spoken a lot about on this podcast, and I think this kind of feeds into nicely is when people make new friends, especially gay men, a lot of people complain about it's never just platonic, mm -hmm. right? So blurred lines, blurred lines, uh, inappropriate. I don't know comments, advances. A, have you experienced that? Mm -hmm. Being in London. B, how have you dealt with it? If you have. Uh, yeah, I think the lines can get very blurred because obviously when you're getting to know someone like the way you date and the way you like meet new friends you still you're still having the same kind of conversation just mm. getting to know them and you don't know what they're thinking or their reactions to what you're saying or like how they're perceiving you know it you might really like someone want to spend a lot of time with them you might think oh i really want to spend time with this person because i'm i want to be friends with them they might be thinking oh they're pursuing me mm. sexually romantically whatever so i think especially with gay men because like the people we want to be close friends with who are going to have similar experiences to us are also in the same pool of like people we might date mm. so i think it's so easy for that line to blur um i think boundary setting becomes way more important 
almost in a similar way, but maybe less so than like when you have straight people making opposite sex friends. Yeah. I think make, making clay boundaries becomes even more important because you, mm. especially what you don't want to happen is for it to be one-sided. Yeah. And for someone to develop feelings when it's not reciprocated because mm. that's such an easy way to like gain a great friend and then potentially lose them mm. for the same reason. Yeah. Mm. Um, have lines been blurred for me? Yeah. I think especially early, like when you're not as aware of it, it's harder to set boundaries. I th think especially as a young gay, all you want is to kind of just build, build your little tribe. Yeah, yeah. So I think you don't consciously think about, okay, I need to set a clear mm. line in the sand. Yeah. Or um, hurt people's feelings or. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like the most likely thing you're going to go do with your friends, like go clubbing. And when you include alcohol, sexualized environment, all of these other things, those lines become more blurry. It's more likely that someone will make a pass or like cross that line. So I think it gets really tricky. Yeah. So so it's it's boundaries, it's communication. We yeah. talk about communication a lot. Well, you know, you're our number one fan. <laughs> uh, we do, but we do, but we do, but it's it's something that so many people are scared of, isn't it? Communicating yeah. properly and putting. Well, because it feels like a cheated answer when we say that to lots of things. When someone goes, "How do I say this?" or "How do I approach this?" and you're just like, "Just talk about it." Just okay, then. Well, let's do that then. How do we set boundaries in a friendship group? What's what's the way you go about it? What's the way you would go about it? What's the way you? Would Ew. Go about it? <laughs> <laughs> really. Don't do way. that again. <laughs> yeah. the, this is the doll. I'm going to show you where it's not appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think just, you just got to be, it's, these conversations are never easy. So it's going to feel uncomfortable and saying it right now makes it feel like, oh, that's really harsh. But I think you just have got to be like, look, I'm not interested in anything other than just being mates. And it can never go any further than that. Yeah. But then if they don't listen to it, that's the problem. Mm. Mm. And like you said, when you add alcohol. But anyway, um, talk, so you have a boyfriend. I do. Called Gavin. Called He's Gavin. very lovely. And um, how did you meet Gavin? Did you, because when I met you, you were with Gavin. I don't know if that was the same when you guys yeah, met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So we don't know single Arpan. Like, did it take, were you single for ages? Did it take ages to find Gavin? Or And how did you go about it? Was it a natural meeting or you met on an app? Or? No, we met on an app. We are still trying to work out whether we met on Grinder, Tinder, or Instagram. <laughs> 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 because like, it's one of those things like you start to win to someone on one of them and then maybe you match on another or you add each other on Instagram. Yeah. So we're still trying to work out like which one is first. I'm 90% sure it was Tinder. He's adamant that it was Grinder. <laughs> so but you I, don't like that narrative. But I, <laughs> I, I would like to be removed from that narrative. Yeah. Um, I like the reference. <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, oh God. Get I don't know if Arpan meant it to be Taylor Swift. No, I meant Taylor, it to be Taylor Swift. Swift. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we met on an app. Um, it was just after the lockdown properly reopened. So it was like okay. that March, April of, Jesus, when, what year was that? 2021? Mm -hmm. um, we'd been chatting for a while on the apps and then we'd been chatting during lockdown. I was like, this is pointless because we're not going to meet because I was one of the good ones who didn't go out and meet people <laughs> during lockdown. Um, being a doctor. Being a doctor, <laughs> not a great look. Um, as, as well, I was um, I was right at the end of finishing my master's. So I was like, look, I have exams. I have stu stuff I need to do. Mm -hmm. I need to put this on hold. And then we didn't talk for like four months. Um, and then 
I think he messaged me on Instagram being like, hey, how, how's everything going? Like, and we just caught up. Yeah. And then we arranged a date. It was an outside, socially distanced, really ventilated pizza date. Wow. Um, back when they pedestrianized all of Soho, which was oh, lovely. Yeah, that was so good. They should have kept that. They should. They loved that. We need a petition to get them to just pedestrianize all of Soho. Permanently. All yeah. of London. Yeah, all all of, London. of London. <laughs> um, yeah, and then it just kind of went from there. And mm -hmm. we just dated all summer. Yeah. Um, then like autumn that year, we were like, shall we be boyfriends? And then it's gone from there. Oh. And then I met Keegs the April after that. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. And was it difficult to, did you find dating in general hard, difficult, or had, had you been perpetually single or were you a serial dater? I'm not, I wouldn't say I was a serial dater. I think, and maybe maybe this is just my experience, or maybe there's a lot of people in big cities who can relate to this. The gay dating scene, I think, can be a little flaky mm. and a little bit, um, not shallow, but like a little bit temporary. Mm. So like you can get on with someone really well on an app and then they'll suddenly just disappear. Mm. Or they or like they'll move on to the next, next best guy. Mm -hmm. I think it can be really hard to like just get in the door almost. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've had boyfriends before Gavin. So I had one year and a half boyfriend when I was about 21. And then I had a boyfriend of about a year or around 24, 25. Mm -hmm. um, and then in between that, I like dating's hard. Dating mm -hmm. is really hard. Um, especially cause like after university, I went back to Wales for a couple of years. In the back of my mind, I was like, I know I'm going back to London, so there's no point in me building anything here. Mm -hmm. And then by the time you meet someone, it's like, well, I'm not going to be here in a couple of months. I'm really sorry. Um, so yeah, I I've tried to. I had I think I had this very clear like idea in my head of what I wanted, mm. but I think finding that is really hard. Yeah. And did when you were in the dating world, did you did you bump into any? You know, we we always talk about prejudices on this show. Hmm. Did you get a lot of, you know, no fats, no femmes, no Asians? That's hmm. what we we kind of get done. Oh yeah, constantly. Yeah, constantly, and it didn't matter about anything else. It didn't matter that I was well educated, that I was, I hope, a good person, that I, um, you know, I think I'm cute. <laughs> you know, I got a little something. Yeah, I know. Honestly, at least I do. do. Um, <clears throat> But like, I've literally been rejected on the basis of being Asian. Like someone's asked me for, uh, on an app, I think it was Tinder. Someone asked me, um, oh, by the way, where are you from? Um, which I hate that question. It's so loaded. <laughs> Wales. Uh, Wales. Where you, exactly. <laughs> this is how Wales. And then they're like, oh no, but where are you really from? And I was like, oh, really? Um, there's just m far more nuanced ways to ask that question. Yeah. Um, and I've literally said to someone, oh yeah, I'm, uh, my parents are South Asian, but I grew up in the UK. And he's like, oh. And it was literally like OH full stop. I'm like, okay, oh what? And they're like, yeah, sorry, I'm not, I'm just only into white guys. Oh, and yet they matched with you. Exactly, they'd matched with me. We'd been chatting for like a prolonged period of time. Like not, it wasn't just like an hour or so. It'd been like a couple of days. And I was like, if that's the turning point, yeah. like why? Mm. Like nothing's changed between 
the mm. pre and post of you asking yeah. that question. Yeah. I'm the exact same person either side of that question. Yeah. But I've fully been rejected on that basis. Well, it's interesting you say that because we got an email, didn't oh we? Oh my gosh, this was we, awful. We, we got an email and the person- He's probably watching. Potentially watching. I'm not gonna name any names. Ooh. But he wrote, he wrote in and he said, um, I've been dating and I've, I've told my friends I am not into black men. No, he said anyone other than just white guys. Oh, okay. Oh, Sorry. Worse. okay. Yeah, anyone other than just white guys. Mm -hmm. And my, I don't think I'm racist. My friends say that I am. Am I racist? As if looking at <laughs> just... was to excuse, <laughs> like all your friends have disagreed with you and said, yes, you're being racist. And he's like, well, who can I ask? Us two, as if we're going to turn around and go, I oh, just, I fine. just wanted to email like, back. Yes. Yeah. No, literally, I think we need to make a clear line between what preferences and what prejudice mm. is. Preferences, I like blonde guys. I like guys who are tall. I like guys who are in shape. I like mm. guys with glasses. I have like facial hair. That's a preference. Mm -hmm. If you are actively excluding an entire racial group from your dating pool and saying, I'm not attracted to anyone in this group, yeah, that one, is prejudice. Yeah, there's exactly. not one person with that color skin who I would find attractive. Exactly. It's, it's, just it's like the epitome of racism. Yeah. Entirely. Like, let me tell you something. There are 1.8 billion Indian people. And you, you're saying, you, if you're into men, you're saying you're not attracted to 900 million. Not one of Not them. one person <laughs> in this 900 million men. Yeah. Like, statistically, that's wild to me. Yeah. And like, I totally understand if you're in, if you find certain features attractive, yes. Mm. But like, if you're willing to just cut out a whole group or like the guys who are just into white men, you're cutting out a huge swathe of people. Yeah. Like a cross racial Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Groups, that is actively racist. Yeah. Yeah, and you need to sit with yourself and deconstruct like, why am I feeling this way? Yeah. Probably more importantly, why do I think that's okay? Why yeah. have I normalized that for myself? Yeah. And I'm willing to like map that prejudice onto someone else. And why am I trying to excuse it? In the case of this guy emailing us like, no, there is no way around it. Yeah, yeah. It is racist. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's 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 not a good look. It's not cute. It's not yeah. cute. <laughs> <laughs> Unmatched. So we 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 talk. You know, we've talked about racial prejudice. There, we talk about body standards in the gay community a lot. Mm. You're in great shape. Thank you. you, you you're you're in good, you're in good nick. <laughs> he looks after himself. Um, especially moving to London, because I know you've got in great shape over the last couple of years. So what was the driver behind that? Was that a, 
an internal, I want to do it. I want to do this for me. I want to look good. I want to feel good. I want to play good. Or is was it a, if I want to be successful at dating or be accepted, mm. um, was was it a mixture? Was it one? Was it the other? A bit of both. Like I, so I started training when I was about seventeen or eighteen. Um, I was not an athletic child, not an athletic child at all. I failed PE every year for like six years straight, um, and I just had really poor self esteem when it came to my looks. Um, I just didn't think I was attractive. No one at school was chasing me. Like, I just had very, very low confidence when it came to the way I was presenting. So at 17 or 18, I was like, no. At some point, I need to, like, do something about this. So I need either need to fix how I feel about my the way I look or fix the way I look or a combination of both, which anyone who's um, who wants to change their appearance for any reason, you really need to do both. Mm-hmm. You need to change the way you feel about how you look and change that attribute about yourself whether it's your body or whatever it is um so yeah started training at 17 or 18 came to london in i mean okay shape for an 18 year old i'd been in the gym for a year yeah i'd had those beginner gains i wasn't anything special um but i'd still put on a little bit of muscle um and then as an 18 year old in london 10 plus years ago, let me not age myself. Um, (laughs) 10 plus years ago, when I don't think we had as much awareness around racial prejudice and like why it's bad and all these things, getting rejected serially based on my race, I genuinely felt like being South Asian was going to be a potential hindrance to me ever being in a relationship or finding a partner. So in the back of my mind, I was like, I need to give guys as few excuses as possible to reject me because if they're going to reject me on being South Asian, at least I can make up for it in other ways, which is awful to think about yourself. And looking back, I'm like, wow, I really allowed people to fuck with my head, but I I didn't have any other point of reference or anyone else saying like, this is not okay. This is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Social, uh, like you're not the problem. here. Yeah, exactly. Like Instagram, social media, Twitter was all, kind of in in its infancy as far as like awareness, activism, visibility for people of color and uh, queer people of color and and all of that. So I didn't have anyone saying, no, no, you're not the problem. Yeah, yeah. And so I thought I was the problem. So I kind of threw myself at the gym thinking it would fix the my dating record, which it didn't. Mm. Um, and then kind of put on a bit of muscle, wasn't in great shape, but wasn't in bad shape at all, was just good um and then two years ago i was like look i've been training for nine years maybe i should i you know i think i should be at a higher level than what i am let me reach out to an expert which is when i reached out to kirk and the rest is history it's interesting now looking back at the way gay men uh kind of in um engage with me before and after the my transformation, because listen, I wasn't I wasn't in bad shape. I was a little overweight, but I wasn't fat. I've never been un like unhealthily overweight. But like the way the same gay men en- engage with me now, and are very happy to chat to me, very happy to get to know me, add me on Instagram, talk to me at parties, will see me out and say hi. 
those same guys before would not give me the time of day, wouldn't even acknowledge my existence. Yeah. And it's wild to me because I'm still the same exact person. Yeah. Maybe I'm carrying myself with a little more confidence, but uh, the, all of the basics, all the foundations of who I am as a person yeah. are exactly the same. Mm. However, purely because the outside is a little bit leaner and a little bit bigger than it was before, now you're willing to engage with me? Mm. Mm, I'm not happy with that. Yeah. Mm. And it's really saddening to me that that is so culturally normalized, I think, in the gay world. Yeah. That we're treating we're deciding how well to treat someone based on purely looks. Yeah. Mm. Like nothing else about me has changed. I'm still the same dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> nothing has changed. It is it's massive. It's maddening. Dehumanizing as Entirely. well. Entirely. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it's it's well, you're any far from dumb because you're a doctor, as we said. <laughs> What's it like being? We wrote in our notes a doctor, a gay doctor. Ooh, uh, doctor? No, <laughs> we're not making that? doctor happen. No, we don't. Yeah, we've got. No, to. we are not making. We doctor can make happen. this happen. Doctor, I like it. I do not. Okay, <laughs> a gay doctor. Um, because Keegan told me, but I didn't know about any of this. But you were saying about news stories about how oh. certain gay doctors were being treated. No, it, it was. It was to do with, um, there was a story about all the gay men going into healthcare, and it was particularly in like social care. Um, and they were essentially having to go back into the closet at like 70, 80 years old because the staff and the other members, uh, members, <laughs> the, the other patients, not mm -hmm. members, were, were treating them horrendously. There was one story of a man who was having like cigarettes put out on him. Um, and... I don't know. I mean, I've had a lot of operations in my in my life, so I've I'm a massive fan of the NHS, and I've always, uh, you know, obviously before coming out, but after coming out, I've never experienced anything like that. So, it, it, it is is the the NHS as wonderful as it is? Is it a nice place to work? Is it a good place for to, for you to be an out gay man? Like, mm -hmm. it, was that is that an easy is that an easy thing to do? I've never had a problem with staff. Never had a single problem with staff. I wear a little gay badge on my lanyard because um, you know any patient that comes to me, I want them to feel comfortable and be able to yeah. be true to themselves. As um, I've had problems with patients, I've fully been called the absolute more than once by patients. Yeah. And this is patients I'm trying to help. Like you're mm. in my A and E, I'm trying to fix your pain or your infection or whatever you yeah. come in with, and you're going to actively insult me based on. Mm minor demographic details when I'm like, I'm here to help you. Yeah. Like <laughs> I've fully no, I've fully been called the F slur at work. Really? And is that mainly from older demographic have you noticed it's older generational thing or it could be men, is it is there any particular Mo it's always been men. Um never a particular demo I'd say usually between twenty five to forty five. Okay. Uh, um never from someone old. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that that many old people know what the rainbow flag. Uh, okay. It doesn't automatically yeah. click with them what the rainbow also, flag. Also, how do those yet? people know that it's a rainbow flag for the gays and not for the NHS? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they true. stole it. This is very true. <laughs> so going back to like transformations physically, mentally over the years you've been alive. Uh, is there anything? If someone was watching this and they wanted to get started on their journey, if they wanted to sort of be okay with their body or make a change with their body like and they they're just right at the beginning what advice would you give to them 
Oh, that's a good question. Um, so address why you want to change your body. Mm-hmm. I think that's so important. I think it's so easy to fix the outside, but still be feeling bad about yourself on the inside, yeah. mm-hmm. which I think can lead to so much issues with mental health, body dysmorphia, yeah. eating disorders, all of these things. So address, the most important thing is to address why you want to change your body, whether it's you want to live with a bit more energy, live with a bit more confidence, mm-hmm. um, feel a little sexier, which I think is fine. If you want to change your body to feel a little bit sexier in yourself, that's mm-hmm. absolutely fine. Who doesn't want to feel yeah. sexier? Exactly. Yeah. Everyone wants to feel sexier. But people are embarrassed of saying that, aren't they? Because it's like, yeah, so, yeah people, people often say, oh, no, it's really vain. It's not vain to want to feel sexy. Yeah. Nobody wants to not feel sexy, do they? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I think first, address why you want to do it and make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. Um, that you're trying to empower yourself, you want to just feel better in yourself, live with more energy, live with more confidence, live with stronger, fitter, faster, whatever it is. Um, and then just start. I think it's so easy to think, oh, I'm, maybe I'm too old, maybe I'm too far away from my goal, maybe I'm, um, oh, I've never been athletic before, I've never really enjoyed the gym. Just start. Like, yeah. I started at 17 years old not having a clue what I wanted to do. Like I said, failing PE every every term, just kind of throwing weights around. And then I just did my research. I just read every fitness article I could get my hands on and was like, okay, let me just try. And I was... I had no idea what I was doing, but it still gave me a foundation Mm. to start on. And then over time, I kind of built my knowledge, built my experience, and you start to get the ball rolling. I mean, the best time to start anything is yesterday, but you can't do that. So start today and just like make a plan. Yeah. And it's incredible for for us who know you, or even anybody listening, I'm sure, to hear you talk about where you were at and how you felt about yourself and questioning if you were the problem or what's wrong with you and what to to go through this yes physical but also emotional journey and within yourself to be at a point where there's a man sat in that chair who's very comfortable in his own skin who knows what he offers the world knows what he's about Mm -hmm. um and it's easy to i think it's probably easy for people to look at you as the finished article and like you said think i'm so far away from that I, i i'm not there but you you we're, we're all a work in progress. You yeah. know? I'm still not the finished article. Yeah. I'm still trying to improve myself physically, mentally, emotionally, all of these things. Mm. Um, okay, maybe I'm at a stage where I'm doing pretty well, but I started somewhere. Yeah. And I started way further back than a lot of people. And maybe I started a little further forward than other people, but yeah. everyone has a start point. Mm. Um, I was just lucky enough to have started at 18 versus if you're starting later in life, and that's yeah. fine. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, better to start than not start. Yeah. Exactly. Because we were saying this the other day, I think the most successful people with fitness transformations are the people that go, this is me for life now. Mm-hmm. Uh, like this is all about tweaking my lifestyle or things that I do. Mm. And rather than it being like an eight Yeah, because I was always going, oh, if I just do one 12 week diet or one eight week thing, and then I, mm. then I can go back to normal behavior which for me was inhaling garlic bread every day, <laughs> uh, which I still like to do. Uh, but it's uh, then what clicked for me and got me on my fitness journey was going, actually, this is now me changing forever. Like I'm never going to go back to being that person. Um, and also current me is like, well, there's still, there's always things to work on. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, like you said, none of us are the finished article. Mm-hmm. However, this podcast is pretty much finished. And we, you know, you know, we wrap up with a recommendation 
But seeing as you're here, we're going to let you recommend something. So what you got for us? I am really excited about to recommend this one. So um, guys, our gay venues across the country are disappearing, whether it's our bars, our nightlife, and even things like bookshops, coffee shops, community spaces. It is so important. It has never been more important to shop small, shop local, and shop gay. Um, my recommendation this week is a delightful little bookshop slash coffee shop slash community hub in Cardiff called Panedo Gay. Uh, Panedo Te means cup of tea, so Panedo Gay. You can do the maths. Um, they're an amazing resource. They have a little coffee shop and bookshop and clothing shop in uh, Cardiff, but also have an online shop mm -hmm. with a huge library of gay books, uh, clothes, books. merch, flags, badges, iron-on patches, like any gay merch you could possibly ask for, mm -hmm. they sell. Um, it's run by the amazing Dan and Jan, um, who did not ask me to do this, but I love what they do so much. The community hub in Cardiff, they host open mic nights, they host um, stand-up comedy, they host local drag. Um, so if you are in the South Wales or Bristol area, please, please, please give them a visit. And if you're not in the South Wales or Bristol area, please go online buy some books, support small gay business because it is so important that we keep these hubs open, especially for people who um, are, for our uh, queers who are under 18, for queers who are sober, or for anyone who just wants a community space outside of the uh, nightlife sphere. Yeah, yeah, love that. Yeah, love that. That's See, that puts our recommendations to shame, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> Joel, shame me for recommending toilet paper. Anyway, I need to get <laughs> off the That's great. Um, that, that's amazing. We'll put the link in. Yeah. Um, Panedote. Oh, gay. Sorry, not a cup of tea. Um, <laughs> we will put the link in there. That's an amazing shout out. Amazing yeah. recommendation. And if our viewers want to find uh, the doctor that is... Our We're pet, not making so. doctor happen. <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> Where can they find you on social media? Uh, I'm on Instagram at whatarpaneats. Um, I do a lot of food-based content and fitnessy stuff and just day-to-day -day of being a... Doctor. I'm not saying it. I'm not <laughs> yeah, of being a um, brown gay doctor in London. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Well, thank you for coming on. Thank, thank you, you for, for being me. a guest on Happy Healthy Homo. Um, I've been Keegan. And I've been Joel. Uh, if you are listening to this um, on audio platforms, then please rate us because we survive based on your ratings. So that would really help us out. Yeah, and if you're watching us on YouTube, give us a like, subscribe, leave a comment. Um, and if you want to get in touch with us, where can they get in touch with us, Joel? Hello at happyhealthyhomo.com. Yeah, send us emails. We've got our Helpful Homo series. Um, so send in any questions, queries. Um, maybe not, am I a racist or not? Um, <laughs> if you're asking that question, the answer prob is usually probably yes. are. Um, <laughs> so send in any queries or anything that you want us to give a go at answering for. But yeah, we, we really appreciate you. Thank you for watching or listening. Thank you for our fun for being with us. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.